welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. joined today by Brian Baldoff, the co-founder and CEO of VHT Studios, the nation's largest real estate photography company, serving real estate agents and brokers for over 15 years. With more than 20 years of sales and marketing experience with companies including Rolling Stone Records, West Coast Video, and AT&T, Brian leverages his expertise in the development of cutting-edge marketing services, specially designed for the real estate industry. Now, Let's welcome Brian to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. So, Brian, first of all, thank you for being my co-host today. And you and I were just talking uh, prior to the start of the radio show, and you said something. I wrote it down. I thought it would be a great first question so we can get to know you um, along the way during the radio show so our listeners can get to know you. Let's really help them understand the importance of what it is that you do and how it directly impacts their businesses and obviously their seller's bottom line. So you mentioned something I thought was brilliant and I wrote it down. It was the mindset that agents have about marketing uh, before the recession versus now. Sure. Well, thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's really changed uh, the way consumers have looked at homes have changed a lot since the recession. Everybody starts their searches online now, and you know, pre-recession, it was still pretty much if you're marketing a property for sale, you're marketing it to other agents, and they'll bring the buyer. But with the buyers all being online nowadays, you see a lot of companies shifting to, we can just market directly to the consumer. And so you have to think more like a consumer marketing maven uh, to attract those buyers. Well, so let's explain why there's that difference. I mean, obviously, you still have to market directly to the other agents. That's always going to be true. But you're saying marketing more now to the buyers, that's become um, essentially critical. Why? Why is there? Why has that shift happened? Well, I think um, that's because of the way buyers are searching for homes now. The buyer life cycle has actually changed in the last 10 years. Uh, buyers are starting their searches much earlier before they ever contact an agent, before they ever really uh, become known as a potential buyer. They're surfing the internet, looking at different sites, and uh, there's companies that have taken advantage of that and said, hey, if we can establish a relationship with a potential buyer earlier in the life cycle, when they do decide to engage with an agent or a brokerage, uh, or even list their property or commit to buying a property, we're already there. We've beaten out 90, 95% of the other agents and brokers that have kind of been waiting for that person to self-identify themselves and you know, raise their hand and say, hey, I need help. So you're, what you're uh, philosophizing on is the idea that basically pull the buyers out of the market before they've actually, when they're more of a, in the, the category of what we call a lead, um, and then establish the relationship or get the conversation going earlier in their buying cycle opposed to right when they're maybe 60 days away from choosing or older in the house to buy. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah, fishing a little further upstream from, from your competition. Okay, you know, and so here – yeah, go ahead, sorry. 
I was going to say, I know everybody would prefer a client who walks in the door and is ready to go, but you know, those, those are few and far between. The, the further upstream you can get and the earlier in the buyer's life cycle you can get a, a relationship, the more likely you are to get that client in the end. Well, the one thing that we always like to emphasize um, is what our real focus is, is teaching agents how to be listing agents. I mean, working with buyers is mostly a social thing. It's not, it's physical labor because you're having to go out there and show houses, whereas working with sellers is mental labor where you're having to learn scripts, skills, how to price. And a lot of your, what you're doing um, definitely is going to appeal to both. But I would think for the sake of, uh, as you said, finding the buyers that are earlier in their buying cycle, a lot of those buyers guys are going to have homes to sell. So if you're not motivated, because a lot of agents, Brian, as you probably know, are not that motivated to pursue buyers. I mean, not like they would sellers. So the mindset shift would be assume that, depending on the price range, but assume that probably a good 30 to maybe even 50% of all the buyers you're attracting to you will also have properties to sell. So when you're getting these buyer leads, when you're generating buyer leads that aren't ready to buy in the next 30 days or less, make sure you're pulling out any of the potential sellers because those are also obviously the more profitable end of the business. So let's talk about specifically what you've learned um, as far as like what agents are doing wrong with visual marketing, uh, where they can improve, and, and then kind of drill down on what it is that you do. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I think, you know, visual marketing is really about attracting potential clients, and I, I agree with you 110%. Uh, buyers are, in in a lot of cases, sellers. And they, most people probably think about, you know, buying a home. It's, it's more interesting, more exciting than selling your home. So when we talk about the buyer's life cycle, typically the first thing someone's going to do when they get it in their mind that, hey, we should move or we should get a bigger house or a smaller house because of some life event is they're going to look to see what's available. You know, they don't even really know what they want at that point. So they're going to look at photographs and look at videos and they're just going to browse and kind of develop a, a sense of, you know, what do we like in, in kitchens, in backyards, in in bathrooms. And so, you know, that visual marketing aspect of listing a property becomes very important because the better you are presenting yourself and your listings, the more likely you are to uh, get exposure to those uh, potential clients early on in, you know, I call it the buyer's life cycle, but it's also the seller's life cycle. Before they've decided to engage and, and actually list their home, what are they seeing? You know, are they seeing stunning, striking photographs <clears throat> that catch their interest and attention, or are they just skipping through your listings and never actually see your name or, or your brokerage? Well, so let's talk specifically about there's a lot of cool things happening now with technology with pictures. They're the whole the whole drone conversation that everyone talks about, which on the surface this seems ridiculous that agents are obsessed with drones, but when you see a really well done uh, uh you know, drone photography, it's incredible and it's compelling. That's going to be something I'm thinking from a listing agent's perspective. If you're showing uh that you're going to feature the seller's house in the best possible light, quite literally, having professional pictures taken, have a lot of technology involved and, and agents out there listening you know there's a hundred thousand of you that typically listen to us um, all the top agents in the country that I coach that any of our coaches coach I'm telling you right now they're always looking for what is going to appeal to the seller and I'll just be blunt what's going to appeal to the seller's ego and any seller 
selling any kind of property, maybe an investment property, you could argue this wasn't true, but especially a personal property, one that they've lived in, they're always going to have a personal ego-based attachment to it. And so they'll hire you or won't hire you based purely on how they see you're going to represent the house while it's for sale. If you're essentially just doing what your broker does, the standard issue broker's you know marketing package, and that means you're going to be competing against, for the listing, you're going to be competing against other agents which are doing identical things, there's really nothing to differentiate you. So the seller's not really going to have any, it's going to come down to basically a, a beauty contest between you and the other agent in essence. So when you want to take your business to the next level, one of the most effective and frankly, oftentimes uh, least costly comparison to other, other things that agents do uh, is truly having really fantastic pictures taken, having the house professionally staged, um, using drone for photography. And there's really cool brochures out there anymore. I know, guys, this seems like a little basic, but there's a digital video brochures, which literally it's a brochure. It looks like a book. Um, and then you open it. And inside the book, there's a little video player of literally it's a video player. So it's something that really leaves a long-lasting impression on folks. There's all kinds of little, they're kind of gimmicks, but at the end of the day, it makes an impression on the seller. It makes the house memorable from the behalf of the buyer when they're trying to you know, look at a bunch of properties and they walk away with these great pictures and this great presentation on this property. So Brian, what am I missing? Fill in the blanks for me. Sure. Well, I think you put your finger on, on it is the perception in the seller's mind. You know, I've had a lot of... Uh, sellers that I've talked to where they say, well, you know, the agent says they're going to take their own photographs because they've got a great camera and they're good. But a lot of homeowners have great cameras too and can take nice photographs. But typically, you know, if they're looking for a, a professional, a top professional, and they're willing to pay full commission, they expect that professional to be, you know, the, the generalist that's going to bring in a team of professionals to do the the advertising, to do the photography, to do the brochures, to you know, do everything that's required to find sellers for that home. And usually the the photography is the cornerstone because you're using it is. online, you're using that in your mobile, you're using it in your print, you're using it in your ads. So if you're going to invest money in all those other marketing media, make sure it's as powerful uh, uh, as possible. We always say professional photography has the power to affect, move, and motivate people to take action. That's why you're investing in it in the first place. It's not just, you know, to show that it's a house. It's to get people engaged and do something. Call you, schedule an appointment, drive by that home, request more information, register on your, you know, your blog or whatever your calls to action are. Uh, that that's why you do it. And the other thing, just you know, basics um, is. The, the size of the photography. When you're marketing to consumers, you're competing with all the other products that are marketing to consumers to get their attention and their mind share. So the photographs have to be you know, big uh, uh, to be captivating and engaging. If you just depend on your MLS to distribute your photographs to your marketing partners, you know, websites and, and others, like you said, you, you're in the same bucket as 90% of the other agents. They're going to be reduced in size. <clears throat> They're not going to look as good because they've been recompressed or reformatted. Um, you know, you need those original photographs delivered directly to your media partners and presented as large as possible. Storage isn't a problem anymore. Bandwidth isn't a problem anymore. You know, people have HD tablets. They have uh, 60, 70-inch HD televisions. Stuff. You know, they expect it to look stunning because everything else they're looking at looks stunning. 
and this is the most expensive asset they're ever going to buy or sell. So, well, but let, you know, it, Brian, I totally I agree 100% with what you're saying. But I know from an agent's perspective, they're thinking, okay, this guy's, you know, he's a photographer. He sells a, a product. I'm, you know, obviously I need to take pictures. But obviously, this, you know, this guy's going to be expensive. What he's selling is going to be expensive. Doing what he's asking me to do is going to be expensive. And in this market, stuff sells itself. I just put it in the MLS, and I could just put a picture of my dog's butt in there, <laughs> and, and it's going to sell itself. And you know what, guys? There's some truth to that. It will sell itself if it's priced right and you put it in the MLS for the most part. But you got to think bigger. What you're trying to attract with your marketing it are buyers, as Brian pointed out, but you're really trying to attract future sellers. And some of those will come in the form of buyers initially. But a lot of times you will get uh, listings just because of how you marketed the neighbor's house. They pay attention. Of course they do. You would as well. Brian, I thought it was interesting also what you said. Um, you know, the, M- the MLS as a marketing tool has become ubiquitous because the information is available in so many different places. The informa- you know, when Julie and I got in the real estate business in the early 90s, the MLS book was basically you never, ever, ever gave that to a consumer. It was something that it was so coveted and it was like some sort of secret, you know, some agents that have been in the business as long as we have, they'll remember that too. So the information was guarded by the industry, but uh, listings, data, all that. But now it's everywhere. It's on the MLS. So the way that you differentiate your yourself isn't anymore the ego marketing, which so many of you guys are still addicted to. The look at me marketing, the way you differentiate yourself is you market the crap at the highest level out of your seller's houses. You make your seller's houses look like rock stars. That's how ultimately you'll draw attention to yourself. People are not coming through the MLS looking for realtors. They're coming through the MLS looking for wonderful pictures. So, Brian, talk a little bit about, I mean, this really became really important what we're talking about about a month ago when Google uh, put in place their <laughs> whether your site was mobile friendly or not, and virtually all new websites that are mobile friendly are picture based. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, again, you think about this consumer experience. If you've got a, a smartphone, you know, and you're sitting in your your car on a Saturday or Sunday, um, looking at homes, or you know, just considering agents to list your home with, you really don't read a lot on your smartphone. You're not going to be looking at things mm-hmm. like beds and baths and in bios of agents. People love to just flick through um, slideshows of photographs. Uh, that's that's what's going to captivate them and, and get their attention. If they see something they're interested, then they'll dig dig through even further. And you know, we've seen a huge increase in the use of professional photography. That you know, I'll attribute to websites like Pinterest and Howes because you have people browsing. You know, people love to look at kitchens and pools and master bedrooms and master bathrooms. And a lot of uh, brokerages and agents now are using that as a way to create a perception or, you know, get exposure in front of potential buyers, sellers earlier in the cycle that, hey, here's how we present your properties or or the properties that we're listing or that we've sold. And, And like you said, it creates that perception in the potential client's mind that, okay, this person's a true professional. They're not just, you know, listing the home and, and crossing their fingers. You know, you said something else that was interesting, and it actually was bringing me back to a coaching call I had with one of my coaches. And one of the coaches was asking me for help with one of his clients, and his client was an amateur photographer but basically considered himself. So this was a uh, coach who was coaching an agent, and the agent couldn't get their mindset 
change to believe that it, and he was in a, this guy was selling in an expensive area in California. Average sale price was two and a half million, and he had lost a he had lost a seller, a listing lead opportunity because specifically of what we're talking about. Um, the guy got into an argument with the seller about was not an argument in the heated sense, but argument in the sense of they just had different philosophies. The other agent had come in and said, "I'm going to hire a photographer. Here's some pictures that the photographers taken in the past of other homes." And then this agent whipped out a portfolio. Now the homes that they were showing to the seller weren't just the homes that this agent had previously sold with this photographer taking the pictures, but it was other. It was essentially the photographers. Um, house pictures of anyone's listings. And so the agent was able to show the, the seller how their house was going to be featured in all the marketing, and the seller was just freaking blown away, obviously, right? I mean, professional photography, is are, pictures have replaced words, and technology has enhanced, uh, really, I think, underlined that for the reasons we just stated. People don't read, they just look at pictures. So, um, the agent, who was an older agent, couldn't get their mind wrapped around the fact that they can't just go in there and take some, a bunch of pictures, that they're going to have to spend some money to have professional photography taken. Depending on where you guys are in the country, this is going to be extremely important, especially in the upper end sale prices. Don't fight it. Just accept it. Um, so what are the best practices, Brian, that you're seeing uh, the top agents do, the top agents in Manhattan, the top agents in just the really high-end sale price areas. What is it that they're bringing, uh, and what, are, what is it the, the photography you're seeing that's really making a difference with helping them get their high-end properties sold? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, they're doing exactly what you said. It is a part of their business. It's a big part of their listing presentation. They will bring a portfolio with them on listing presentations that show you know, hey, here's how I've presented previous properties or current properties. And they do extend that to, you know, this is the photography company or photographer I'm going to bring in. This is a portfolio of their work. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, real estate's an emotional sale. Photography has the power to affect, move, and motivate people. It's not just to affect, move, and motivate buyers. It affects, moves, and motivates sellers because they go, wow, mm -hmm. you know, if that's how we're going to present my property, you know, you're much better than the last two agents I just met with who, you know, kind of had the same checkbox as everybody else. Uh, so on the high end, I think, you know, a big part of it is um, figuring out, you know, the, the agent knows, the professionals know what are the, the rooms or the scenes that are going to sell this home. And, and that's where you want to concentrate. We see a lot of people take, you know, 25, 50 photographs, but, but the, the real purpose is to, you know, Get somebody's attention. What are what are the what are the reasons the current owner bought this home? Was it the kitchen and the in the view? That well, see right there, Brian. That's a killer question, right? That is a killer question. Agents, you guys should write that one down. Well, and that's good to know just for the sake of understanding because you got to appeal to the seller's ego. Don't ever freaking forget that. And if you ask the question that Brian just scripted you with, you're going to know why they originally purchased it. So you're going to emphasize that in the pictures. So the pictures, what we're talking about, marketing in general for a property for sale, yes, we're not discounting the fact that uh, its true purpose is to attract buyers, but it's also to placate the seller. If you forget that uh, or if you discount that, you will not be a successful listing agent. When you're a listing agent, your uh, performance is judged by the seller. Whether you keep the listing, whether you get referrals, that comes from the seller, not from the buyer. So ask them. And you might find them tell you, they, you are thinking the kitchen's great, and you're, maybe you're thinking the family room, the fireplace, whatever. But then they tell you that they have this pond in the backyard, and at dusk, uh, that pond 
has catches the light in such a way that when you look through these whatever, whatever, you see? And then you ask them those types of questions, and then you're like, holy crap, that's incredible. You get a picture of that. You market that. You've made that seller extremely happy, and guess what? That might just be the very image that captures the heart of the, uh, the potential buyer and causes a higher sale. Guys, you've got to think psychologically when you're dealing with sellers. Remember we said working with buyers is physical labor, working with uh, sellers is mental labor. This is the type of thinking that you have to have to really go to the next level. So tell us about what your company does. Well, sure. Um, I can, I'll add one thing to that. Um, sure. After the, after the sale, when you're talking about referrals, it's amazing how many sellers remember the photographs. So when somebody yep. says, you know, hey, how was that particular agent for your property? Oh, the photographs. i got to show you the photographs. i got to show you how they listed my property. Um, you know, so it's one thing that really sticks in, in people's minds and can help you leverage those referrals. That's something tangible that they can see and they can share with their friends and, and family. Um, our company, we're a, we're a marketing company. We're here to help agents and brokers, top agents, top brokerages, market their properties and themselves, as we've been discussing here. We've been in business a little over 16 years now. And, uh, we typically work with top producers, again, those who've made it part of their business, see the return that they get on, on the investment, or interested in, in building their brand and, and the perception that uh, buyers and sellers have of them. And we do two major things for our clients. One is we produce their visual assets. So we have a, a network of some of the top real estate photographers in the country uh, working with VHT. And then we help them manage their visual assets. So once the photographs and the videos and the floor plans and the 3D tours are created, we help our clients utilize them. So we will send them directly to the Wall Street Journal or uh, websites or your print partners or your publishers and make sure that they're sized correctly, named correctly. We'll help track them um, because you know a lot of local photography studios will give you your photographs Say here they are on a DVD or on a memory card, but then it's up to you to, you know, save them and and crop them and resize them, rename them every time you upload it to a different media part. We handle all that on the back end, so it's really that's cool. Beginning to end. Yeah. That's great. I mean, because you're right, that is a big that's the standard. So if someone's in a uh, you know in Ohio or wherever Austin, Texas, and they want to hire a photographer. Chances are you've got a photographer there that you work with and that you'll essentially connect those two, and then the agent will know that they're dealing with someone that has been uh, that's proven themselves to essentially know how to take – I mean, they're, they're taking pictures of houses, taking pictures of people, taking pictures of landscapes, these are all different uh, essentially art forms, correct? I mean, there's a lot that goes into knowing how to take a really good house picture. There's, uh, I'm, I'm the ignoramus here, so fill in the blanks. Uh, absolutely. A lot more than people think. Uh, it's actually one of the hardest forms of photography because, you know, like in real estate, it's location, location, location. In photography, it's lighting, lighting, lighting. And hmm. when you're shooting a home, the lighting changes in every room. You're going from natural lighting to incandescent lighting to fluorescent lighting. So anybody who's ever shot their own photographs or has, you know, surfed the web, you'll see a lot of photographs that look too blue, they look too yellow, they're too dark, they're too bright. That's the art and science of an experienced real estate photographer. And so the example you gave of somebody in Texas who's going to call us, 
they're not just getting a photographer, they're getting a professional real estate photographer who understands the difference between the lighting in a master bedroom and the lighting in a kitchen or shooting the exterior of a home, which is relatively you know, straightforward to shooting uh, a family room or a you know, smaller bathroom. You want that consistency. You want all of the photographs to look you know, the same color, the same brightness, the same clarity and, and quality. That's what you get when, when you utilize a, a professional. And you know what? Going back to the idea, my mind always goes back to sitting in front of that seller trying to win that listing. That's just how I'm wired, you know, even though I haven't done it in forever. But, yeah, I can imagine sitting in front of a seller on a listing appointment this evening trying to get some really nice listing, which is very sellable, very motivated sellers, willing to price it right, the whole nine yards, and how powerful and confident it would make me feel if I had the ability to say, okay, now let me talk to you about marketing. We teach you guys this um, and as part of the PLP, pre-listing pack, and part of the listing presentation. There's a whole section in, in the material, as our coaching clients get, about specific marketing. Well, this would be a killer enhancement to really go drill down and show them an actual portfolio of pictures telling them that you're partnered with uh, a real estate photographer, a local real estate photographer, and da-da-da-da-da. That definitely, if it's between you and somebody else, and you've got that one little widget, that's going to make a difference. Don't you think for a second that it won't, especially in a smoking hot seller's market. You know, the, the mindset of the seller, Brian, and you know this, is what have you done for me lately? The old Janet Jackson song, right? And so sometimes when sellers are trying to differentiate, the commissions are the same, the maybe suggested list price are the same, maybe the brokers have the same prominence in the minds of the sellers, maybe the experience agent, the experience level of the different of the agents are the same. It's these little extra widgets that make the difference. It's the you know the guarantees that you offer that again coaching clients uh, use the the different products and programs we uh, ask you to use that's part of your pre-listing pack. But it's these extra little uh, nuances that will oftentimes be the reason you take the listing. It's not, yes, you have a great personality, agents. Yes, you look beautiful. You look wonderful. Yes, you drive a fantastic car. You Everything looks perfect. But the reason that you may or may not get a listing is because of things like what we're talking about today in a highly competitive market, which is essentially the entire United States of America. And so before we wrap today's shows, I want to remind everyone, definitely check out Mojo Sells. They are, without a doubt, one of the absolute staples all of you guys should have in your real estate businesses. If you're not using Mojo Sales yet, you are absolutely positively missing what's going to be one of the best opportunities. And Mojo is such a fantastic product for organizing your business, but also organizing your calling, organizing your efficiency while making those phone calls. Not just FISBOs and Expireds, guys, but your centers of influence, past clients, all kinds of different calling. It's a wonderful tool. I truly believe in it. Z Buyers is our newest sponsor. They're fantastic as well. They're not just buyer leads, but you can also basically go on there and get seller leads, which leads back into today's topic. And remember, um, when you need any help, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Those of you who are interested in connecting with Brian, um, we're going to include a link in today's show description. And Brian, we email it out to literally every agent in the country, so they're going to get a copy of today's radio show. So hopefully that will send some business your way. Um, Brian, anything else you'd like to say to these guys as we wrap today's show? Uh, you know, image is everything, and nothing's a more vivid reflection of your brand than than your photography. So I appreciate the time. Yeah, 
I appreciate your information. I appreciate your expertise. I appreciate you helping these agents really understand the importance of differentiating themselves in the marketplace so they can make the most of this incredible real estate boom that hopefully lasts at least another 10 years. In the meantime, listeners, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Remember, if there's anything we can be doing for you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Oh, and remember to ask about our new student loan program. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day. Thank you, Tim. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.